everyone. Welcome to Risk Roundup. The digital global age has brought nations the democratization of encryption. Each nation, its government, industries, organizations, and academia, in short referred to as NGIOA, now exist in a time where almost everyone has access to advanced encryption in their watches, phone, iPads, laptops, homes, offices, and more. What does this accessibility, affordability, and effectiveness of encryption mean for nation's governance, defense, and security? Encryption is not a new innovation or a phenomenon. Nations, its governments, military, businesses, and even individuals have been communicating with codes and cryptograms for thousands of years using very basic encryption methods to protect trade secrets, nation secrets, defense secrets, personal secrets, and so on. When across nations today, connected computers and digital global age allow each internet user, each individual, each common man, an ability to encrypt their most basic transactions and communications, their private and personal data and communication, which are undecipherable without proper keys, it brings very complex security challenges to nations. At the same time, when security breaches seem to be regularly making the news, lack of effective encryption of data at rest and data in motion becomes a cause of concern for nation security. While there are some efforts to demonize strong encryption, it is important to evaluate whether nations should restrict strong encryption and anonymity, which fundamentally facilitates and enable the rights to freedom of opinion and expression to each and every citizen across nations in cyberspace and geospace. To discuss encryption, its technological advances, future and security risk further, I'm delighted to welcome Michael Frey, who is a co-founder and CEO of FAC Encryption. Encryption and Michael Goldstein, who is a co-founder and president of Fact Encryption. Welcome, Michael Frey and Michael Goldstein. We are delighted to have you both on Risk Roundup. Yeah, thank you very much, Cheshri, for the short introduction. We're pleased to have this conversation with you. Great. Uh, so traditionally, the proprietary, private, confidential, and valued data of NGIOAI, that means nations, its government, industries, organizations, academia, and individuals are generally protected by keys, which are transmitted between a sender and a receiver. These secret keys are generally protected by unproven mathematical assumptions and can be intercepted, corrupted, and exposed if a malicious hacker eavesdrops on these keys during transmission. What are the specific technological and security problems with current encryption technology? Yeah. So I think one of the greatest problems of today is um, the increasing, the incredibly increasing of the power of the computer systems, uh, especially the quantum computer will make uh, an explosion in power of computer uh, power and so the short keys of the private, uh, of the, of the private, uh, short private keys of these uh, asymmetric key systems are not the right solution. Yes, yes, uh, you're absolutely right about that. Improvements in quantum computing will probably nullify the security of all approved encryption key transfer methods, right? Correct, correct, yeah. Right, 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 that is true. Now, there are reports that cryptographic researchers are working on methods to improve the security of software-based key exchange methods using what is known as 
post quantum cryptography methods that will continue to be effective after quantum computers are powerful enough to break existing key exchange methods what security vulnerabilities existing key exchange methods bring the um the problem is always the same these keys are too short uh, these keys you more often you use it the more pre precise you can predict the private key and um, the computer power is near at this point where we even can break it in in a day or two days i think for an nsa it's no problem to break a key in a very short time i think they will not speak about this because um, if you disturb this um, this circle and we are searching for new solutions. Um, the NSA has a new problem. So it's not very well seen on the scene that you lose other uh, key encryption systems. Um, if you think that um, the today's answer on the improvement of computer power is uh, more longer keys, then you will go to a point where you say, the, why don't make the key as long as the message itself? So you came to an OTP system. The OTP system is a very old system, but it's uh, difficult to applicate because you must know how long the message will be in advance. You must share keys in advance. And this is a big uh, problem of the OTP system. We have developed a system which, um, uh, which um, solved this problem in sharing keys in advance. We share our secret once in a life cycle of our encryption system. And afterwards, you can encrypt as long as you want and you don't have to share any key. So don't share keys is the safest way in encryption. And if you have an OTP that is improved by mathematics since 1947, the Shannon theorem, that you can't break an OTP system if the key is as long as the message itself, if the key is truly random, and if you use the key only once, that means OTP, one-time pad. Then you have an unbreakable system. If you can easily adapt this, you have a future, even in quantum computer area. Yes, now what you're saying is very interesting. Can you, uh, so what you have developed, the OTP system, is that, applicable for data in motion or data in rest it's applicable on all systems it's applicable on streaming we can uh, encrypt our telephone conference with our otp system the interesting fact is uh, that we use different key streams if you are talking with me you have your own otp key i am talking with you you have your own otp key and if someone wants to listen to our conversation, he must to break both of the keys. Otherwise, he only will hear you or he only will hear me. That's very difficult. And that's a, a new kind of, of uh, goal for the, an attacker to get into the uh, conversation. Just, just a side comment from my side to make it very easy uh, also to understand to non-technicians. Um, if you're starting a conversation between the two of us, 
you have your key bases, I have my key bases, we both start uh, building up a key, but independently. So your key looks different than mine. We have authenticated each other before, and then we can have a conversation. So, uh, and this absolutely is, everything is random. So no mathematic reproduction is possible. And uh, this is the biggest challenge for any hacker um, to find any, uh, any, any real uh, part of the key. And even with today's supercomputers that are available, uh, you won't do it uh, within the next 100 years. So this will not, nobody, no hackers will be able to break this at all under any circumstances. Is that no. uh, what am I hearing? That's correct. That's correct. That's it's correct. also confirmed by some experts in the industry that all say the OTP is the only real secure encryption solution that is available in the market. And we have done some uh, additions to OTP. We have solved some challenges, which is, for example, the key exchange, the length of the key, and so on. And we have also built our own random number generators. Uh, and we are not dependent on anybody else. So that is our um, best um, secret, which we don't share at the moment, uh, how it works, but it's proven. We have uh, finished some uh, testing that are out in the market. We have done some investigations with some experts and everybody has confirmed this is a really rock solid solution. That's great to, I'm glad to hear that. Now, how far are you in the development process? Is it uh, ready to be commercialized and in the market or are you still testing and developing? Uh, actually, the, the product is final. We can uh, give it to you right away if you like. And it can be implemented at every single application that is available in the market. Um, and it can be used for various purposes. Uh, the way uh, of the secureness or the security um, is, uh, is something which will be used mainly by very secret informations that will be shared. And therefore, for example, the red telephone, which is used between some presidents, they use OTP as well. I see. Now, what, so what are the... What are the challenges you see for you to be able to commercialize this in an effective way across nations? Because from what you are telling me that it seems to be a very effective technology and it would provide security for each and every communication across nations, whoever wants to, you know, have that. But to take it, having a great technology is one thing, but to commercialize it, in an effective manner where each and every individual, each and every organization or uh, industries or businesses uh, and governments are able to, you know, have that in an effective way is a whole different thing. So what are the challenges you see for you, your organization, to be able to take it to the next level? Okay, the biggest problem in encryption is always, how can I talk about the secret without telling the whole story? Yes. Because if you are telling the whole story, you have nothing to sell afterwards. That's a big problem. The second problem is trust is. Um, everyone knows his own problem, but he don't believe that another one has the solution for his problem. So 
are these guys really trusty? Can I believe them? Is it really an OTP key system? These are the big uh, questions um, on our way to uh, commercializing. Right, yeah. right. No, you're right. Now, I also hear that there are some developments happening in quantum cryptography. Do you think that this technology will become a cornerstone of network security for high-value data? Because I'm not sure if what your technology you're talking about, is it also for the network security or it is just for, you know, data in motion and uh, data at rest? So if you can explain me from your perspective, that would be great. That is an aspect we discussed very often. Um, our product is for the whole uh, encryption um, solutions. We can store even data because we don't have to collect keys. On every other system, even the private public key systems, you must remember your, your public key. If you have forgotten your public key, you have no access to your uh, encryption, uh, expect you have the, the private key. And with our system, I said we always exchange the shared secret, our key of 200 megabytes, this is quite enough. We always share this key once in a life cycle at the beginning, when everyone is getting the same shared secret and we can work together. So. If I ha don't have to store any keys, I can put data, encrypted data on any cloud system and I don't have to do anything else. If I want to see my data once again, I load down this encrypted data and I open it. I don't have to collect keys. Encryption often means you have uh, Another problem. First, you have the problem to keep your secrets. Afterwards, you have the problem to keep your keys in secret. Yes. Yes, that is true. And yes, go ahead, please. This leads to the name fact, what's mean file, archive, encrypt technology. So we can archive data, we can encrypt data in motion, we can encrypt static data like pictures, documents or anything else. I see, I see. Now it is said that quantum cryptography is the only known method for transmitting a secret key over long distances that is pro probably, probably secure in accordance with the well-accepted and many times verified laws that govern quantum physics. So your system that you are talking about, is it able to transmit uh, the keys over long distances? So uh, this is a very good question, to be honest. And this is also one of the biggest challenges of most of the companies that are providing um, security or encryption itself. Uh, we are completely independent from any medium. So we can transmit data over um, a, um, a cable or via um, satellites or uh, any other um, possibility, we don't care about the medium. And we also don't care about the, the distances between the sender and the recipient. It doesn't matter because um, our system works in a way that, uh, like the internet, uh, if we talk together, we are sitting on different countries, on different continents, different time zones. 
it's perfect. We are actually here and talking to each other, but not physically sitting next to each other. And it's the same we are doing with our encrypting system. It doesn't matter if you sit in the Eastern world, if you sit in the Western world, if you sit in the North Pole or the, the South Pole, it doesn't matter. So we have completely made the system independent from any medium uh, that needs to be used for sharing the information. Mm, that, I'm glad to know that. Now, it is said that while products based on quantum key distribution, uh, that means QKD, already are being used by banks and governments in Europe, especially probably Switzerland from what I'm uh, reading. They have yeah. not been deployed commercially across most nations. What, what do you think are the reasons behind that? And do you anticipate these to have uh, viable or broad commercial usage across nations for this particular quantum key distribution technology? Uh, I think in terms of the quantum uh, computing uh, uh, yeah, exchange of information, um, uh, it's a different approach. It's another approach. Um, it is yeah, very complicated and cost uh, extensive. Our solution can be sold as a client-server solution where a user just needs to pay a small amount of money on a monthly basis for using this technology. So it's quite easy. And we have done quite a lot of communications already and have been invited also to the financial industry, but also to some governments and so on. Um, the challenge we are facing is pretty simple. There is a big lobby of AES uh, fans out in the world. Everything is certified on AES with private and public keys. Everybody's believing that. People are trusting this since almost about 30 years now. But once in a lifetime, something new is happening and uh, coming to the horizon, which is revolutionizing more or less um, the market. And uh, I would not say we are uh, the likes of Bill Gates or Mike Zuckerberg or somebody similar, but we have something uh, which is unique in the market. And um, uh, we don't have millions of dollars in the back to do all this marketing <laughs> and business development, creation, whatever. Um, but I guess um, we can bring a lot of value to mission-critical information. Right. No, I, that, that is a good point that you made there. Uh, that, that's the whole challenge about computation, right? I mean, there are so many different approaches to encryption. And uh, every nation, every you know, industry, and every innovator like you is coming out with some new innovative products. But which product is going to be you know, widely used, commonly used? for the you know secured communication that is the challenge and that's what you know uh, is the key to making this uh, innovation that you have successful now from what i'm hearing is that china has started installing the world's longest quantum communication network which includes probably uh, several thousand kilometer link between beijing and shanghai now qkd that is the it, it, they are saying that it is the best technically feasible means of generating secure encryption. Uh, but I mean, from my concern is that if these kind of developments are already happening across nations, if China is already investing in this uh, QKD, you know, uh, 
and putting in so much resources in that how will you make a breakthrough in you know commercializing this you know or making it more known that this is your what you have is much safer much easier much more affordable and much more effective so <clears throat> also a very short and, and uh, there are a lot of topics uh, i'm pleased you raise all these um, um facts that are currently out in the market um we cannot compare ourselves with uh, the Chinese uh, initiatives, especially in China. Uh, a lot of new technologies and initiatives are sponsored by the government. Um, there is a very big Chinese IT company who is mainly doing still the majority of his business in China. Um, it has also something to do with trust and reputation. Uh, I guess not everybody in the world would like to have a Chinese system uh, deployed especially for mission critical informations um, because there is always this question will they rebuild or have a backdoor or something similar um, the same as the Europeans have right now after Mr. Snowden brought up some very nice informations so we have a European technology. We are a European company. Um, we have no foreign people in our company, which means uh, we have no people from the US nor from China uh, today in the company. We have an international advisory board with some experts uh, that confirm that we have a, a really good solution. And what our intention is, we, we don't want to revolutionize the market itself because as a consumer, 90% uh, of all communication going through the internet is not encrypted at all. So um, this is really for business purposes, for very mission critical informations. And therefore, we are looking for a company or an organization or even a government who might be interested to say, uh, Mr. Fry and Mr. Goldstein, we like your technology, you want to use it, and um, here is what we can do for it. So, um, of course, we don't have the power, nor the manpower, nor the, 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 the financials in the back to... Um, um, commercially deployed on a very short period on a worldwide basis and by law i guess we have no chance to deploy it in the us because most of the applications even security need to have a backdoor and uh, that's something we don't provide with our solution there is no chance for a backdoor and therefore uh, we are out in the market uh, making contacts, uh, doing some kind of evangelizing to the market, uh, speaking to the right um, audience, and uh, hope that within the next uh, period of time, maybe within the next uh, 28, uh, 24 months, or maybe 18 months, we will see some significant deployment or use of our technology in whatever region. Great. No, you made some really good points. From your observation, you are in this field, you are working, you know, uh, in the industry and you are talking to all the key players. What do you see the 
what do you expect the future of encryption to be in the coming years? What you have developed, it seems, is very effective from what you're telling me. Uh, but from what you're hearing in the market and about with the, all the innovators and uh, all the new research that is going on, where do you see this moving forward? I think Michael can give you a good answer to this one. Yes. So um, I had some some thoughts to that what Michael was talking to you in the last before you uh, asked the next question. Um, what a serious cryptographer don't like is to believe something. A cryptographer is a little bit paranoid. He is always is always very angry that he will be corrupted by someone. He trusted nobody, and that makes it very difficult to sell any solution that he didn't make by himself. So um, we can explain that we have a safe solution, and we can explain it very easy. I would say I can explain it in three sentences. First of all, this mathematician, Jenin, has approved by mathematics that an OTP system is unbreakable, 1947. It's a very old technology, but it was not good enough to applicate. So everybody said OTP is great, but oh, OTP is a lot of work. OTP is stress. So we solved this problem. Our OTP is no stress, is no work, it's simply usage. It's as easy as writing a Word document and send it to anybody else. The next thing is, if you want to trust me, I can explain you a, a, a very small aspect of fact. Fact is like this lotto game that everybody is doing every Saturday, every week, and is hoping to make a lot of money. So people try to, to, um, to check out six from 49 numbers or something else. We use 200 megabytes of really random bytes. If you know the total internals of my system, then you have the problem that you must put 200 million bytes in correctly the right order. And if you see how less people get a lot of money, ask everyone next to you if he ever has got the jackpot, he will say no. And then think about to putting 200,000 bytes in the right order. Million. 200 million bytes in the right order. It's quite, it's absolutely impossible. And if you say, oh, Mr. Goldstein, it's very interesting, but 200 megabytes, modern computers are very powerful. I say you can use two gigabytes too if you want, but 200 megabytes are quite enough. So the lotto game could not be cracked. It's easy to calculate. It's a byte. These are 256 values powered by 200 million. And if you want to enter this on your pocket calculator, he will say error. Even the modern computers will say error. That's too much. That's a combinatorial explosion that is not to solve today and not tomorrow, and not on, on quantum computers. And even the, the boys with the quantum computers, they have a big problem. They have always the problem, how can I change 
and key over an unsecure area. We don't share keys. We don't we share keys once in the whole life, life cycle. And if you don't share keys, you could not be compromised. That's okay. fact. Right. No, that is, that is good information that you provided, uh, Michael Goldstein. You know, it's uh, I'm sure our global viewers and listeners will benefit from that. What is from your observation, what is the most common approach to encryption in Europe at this point? Uh, in uh, Europe and um, if we talk about United States, what is the most common uh, approach right now that, you know, businesses and industries and uh, governments are using for their encryption? Um, that is also surprising on one side, uh, but it's uh, something that is not different to anybody else in the world. Most of the organizations, even government, are using standard AES encryption with a public and a private key. Uh, and that is something which I would never do for uh, sharing mission critical information. So uh, this also confirms that we have not uh, reached out enough to address our technology or to, to talk about our technology to the right audience in every single nation. So, um, and this is really a challenge um, we are facing. And that's also one of the reasons why we are also on one side very selective to whom we are talking. Because, uh, for example, our technology could also easily be used in some areas where uh, people don't like that any information was provided on a public basis. So, for example, um, if you look at our website, we have only given very generic information to the market. And uh, I, I would be very surprised if, um, for example, the military, even the DOD or Homeland Security in Germany, the German army, would like to have a system deployed which is publicly available and everybody knows how they encrypt information. Uh, those kind of uh, organizations will not use a publicly um, available uh, technology. Right, right, right. No, I, I hear your points on that. So the technology that you just talked about that, you know, nations are using, like especially Europe and United States, are they those encryption algorithms that they are using, can they be easily broken? Uh, in, in, in general, yes. So every, every single te uh, technology that is used, which is not OTP, can be broken. It, it's just a question of time. I see. Time, I see. Uh, of time, of computer power and performance, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the only question. Right, right, right. Now, what, what are some of the risks that you see associated with your encryption approach? the OTM technology that you are describing? Um, so one of the risks is uh, we could, um, it it's, may sound a bit uh, silly or a bit uh, um, um, arrogant, whatever. We could risk the business of a lot of companies who are, are making their core business based on AES encryption technology. For example, companies that have developed uh, AES encryption 
Um, some big names are already there. I don't want to mention everybody, but uh, we risk their business. And that's for, uh, therefore, they wouldn't be pleased if our system would be available in the market. Um, so we, we are looking for a big partner who is interested to promote our technology and use it and bring it to the market. So our go-to-market to market strategy is as simple as the technology itself. We need the right people that are convinced this is the way forward. Um, and uh, then we go. Good, good to hear that. Now let's talk about encryption protocols such as TLS, transport layer protocol, IPs, and international internet protocol security that you use at fact encryption. Uh, I got based on the information provided on your website. How are they different? It seems you use one-time keypads, like you explained, you know, in in the last few minutes that we have been talking. Can you explain what that mean means, uh, especially? with the protocols TLS and uh, IP internet protocol security and how it makes the encryption secure for our global viewers and listeners to understand and you know have a little more clarity about it. So let me a little go a little bit, bit back and I would say if you have any information this is not bound to a piece of paper, to a cable, to any information, to a phone or something else. An information is an information. It's something, it's hot air, you know? It's only information. And fact is a little bit the same. It's only encryption. We are not, we, we make an encryption, I would, I would say a, not, a new word, at the power, uh, at the point of cryptography. There where you encrypt your data, is it's encrypted. If you put it over an SSL or a TLS uh, encrypted line, if you put it through a, a switch uh, with different layers, that doesn't matter. The encrypted information goes through every media and we don't need a special media to make an encryption. The, short, the surest and shortest way is to encrypt at the point where you are safe and where you have information. Afterwards, you have not the information, you have an encryption and you put it on any way you want. That's all. That, that, that's a good description. Uh, so Michael, uh, Michael and Michael, my good friend Michael Goldstein, uh, I have taken enough of your time. Uh, you have... Uh, you know, taken a lot of effort in explaining the technology and the science behind it and uh, how it would help the global community uh, secure the data and communication. Uh, and I appreciate that. And uh, I appreciate that you spent almost uh, like uh, 40, 45 minutes uh, uh, with us and you agreed to come on Risk Roundup and share details about your technology and product and uh, initiative. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, before uh, we go, before we close the session, would you like to share details about Fact Encryption product and your website details and contact details in case any of our global viewers and listeners uh, want to reach out to you to get more information? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, so everything that is available on the internet, which means our website, our email addresses, the contact informations are available and we'd be pleased 
if people um, contact us through these kind of uh, uh, informations. Uh, we are also pleased to share further details of the technology based, of course, on the NDA and uh, some other uh, restrictions, depending to whom we are talking to and on, on which stage we are. And um, we are already talking to a large organization who might be interested to adopt our technology and include this into their product portfolio. It's a very large organization. And, um, uh, but we are still open, we have not decided anything yet. We would be pleased if there is somebody out in the market who says, hey, Michael, Michael and Michael, that's something we really need for our value proposition and increasing our traction and uh, relationship with our customers. Uh, we, are, we are here to help. We wanna, we wanna add something to the market which is not available yet. Uh, we have something to add, and uh, uh, I also have to say from our side, uh, we are pleased to have this chance to exchange some more information with you and share it to the public world. Um, the last information about FACT, it's a private-owned company. There is no foreign money in the company. Everything is sponsored and financed by the founders. And uh, therefore, we have all the, uh, the rights and everything in our hands. We can decide. We don't need to go to court or somebody else to, uh, to, um, um, to mention any information or share any information. The secret is with us, and it's up to us to share it. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate that, and um, thank you for sharing all the details. So encryption brings complex security challenges. In order to avoid security chaos, we need a different approach to secure data and information communication. Time will tell if FACT uh, is going to you know, provide uh, that value and will fill the gaps that we are having in the uh, encryption market. Risk Group Cybersecurity Risk Research Center and Strategic Security Risk Research Center are created for this very purpose to identify, evaluate, and manage the risk facing NGIOA in CGS, that means nations, its government, industries, organizations, academia in cyberspace, geospace, and space. We at Risk Group believe that risk management, security, and peace walk together hand in hand. Though security is related to management of threats and peace to the management of conflict, risk management is related to the management of security vulnerabilities as well as management of conflict. And it is not possible to conceive any one of the three without the existence of the other two. All three concepts feed into each other. We believe that the security we build for ourselves is precarious and uncertain until it is secured for everyone across nations. Tradition becomes our security. So if we build a culture of managing risk effectively, it will lead us to security and security will lead us to peace. Let's manage the existing and emerging risk together. For more information on the risk roundups, to watch the risk roundup videos, or hear the Risk Roundup podcast, please go to riskgroupllc.com and do not forget to subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jayshree Pandya, host of Risk Roundup, signing off. See you next time. Thank you.